now I'm even more sticky. Oh my god, and I'm so glad we waited until today to record. Because my voice, I literally sounded like the old lady from the Spongebob episode, the chocolate episode. <laughs> I literally sounded like her. Yeah, like, I had one of my Filipino Jack. agents send me the gif mid-training. She just sent oh it. Oh my god, she like, sent you the, the group. gif? That's amazing. Yes. Give her a and I, it was It was the same Filipino that was like, maybe we should like not train anymore. And I was like... <laughs> bitch i was like we need to finish this training but she's right i we did stop shortly after because i was like i am very ill you're right you're like we should stop this should end right now i agree but anyways let's start shall we yeah let's um yeah let's start let's totally start hello everybody and happy halloween What's up? welcome to your favorite podcast anyways how's your sex life i'm we're your spooky host. <laughs> I have COVID brain. I'm Channa. I'm Corey. And I have COVID. Hey, yeah, bitch. I made it, it a year and a half, get it, but get I it, finally it. got it. And yes, a uh, quick apology about last week. I There was literally no possible way on this earth I could have recorded an episode last week. I was on death's doorstep. But this week, I am okay so <laughs> here we are recording Woo! happy halloween fuckers i can't do anything oh that's sad channel is so sad y'all we had like a 10 minute conversation and like, <gasps> she brought up the fact that she can't do anything for halloween time and i'm like fuck me do you want to know the saddest you are only gonna understand only you will know how sad this is i cannot see the new Halloween movie until I am completely <gasps> negative because I only want to see it in oh, theaters. Oh my God. I know. Channa. I'm like so pissed about it. Channa, you'll, you'll be fine because it opened with like 50 million, which is like super significant, even if it wasn't COVID. Like it, it literally almost had as a big an opening in the US as James Bond did. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm talking like, about. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. It's sad though about Halloween. So. Yeah. Hopefully in a week and a half I can. It, yeah, you'll you can totally see it. Channel's good. <laughs> I know, I know it is. I I yeah. Part of my faggot fact is I, talking about it, so we'll get there. <laughs> I am like, because I'm part of like the queer horror Facebook group. Yeah. Like every other post is about Halloween kills, and that every bitch. other post I'm like. Another day goes by that I can't watch You're it. Like, Fuck and me. then, like, part of me keeps on being tempted to just fucking watch it because you can just watch it. You on can like, Peacock. stream it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't do it. It deserves. It's like why I can't go see James Bond or Dune right now. Like, I have to go see it in theaters. I just have to. Oh, like, I can't agreed, see yeah. it. Yeah. I'm so jealous that Chris was able to see James Bond right before we tested positive. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm right like, before we tested positive. Those will, you know what, though? Dune, No Time to Die, and Halloween Kills, they will all be in theaters two weeks from now. For a while. Yeah. Like, like e- easily a month from now. Yeah. Because I was just so amped to see Yeah, it, like, Channa, that's so sad. Day. Yeah. That'll be and fucking then awesome. We, Chris and I have tickets to go see Howl's Moving Castle in theaters next week. <gasps> I'm really hoping we test negative to see it. I'm yeah. like, please, God, if there's a God, because all I want to see is Howl's Moving Castle in theaters. Yeah, we uh, saw, uh, Ben and I saw that yesterday, or like a couple days ago when we went and saw Lamb. <laughs> have you seen, you haven't seen Lamb, but Jesus no. Christ, I saw Lamb. <laughs> I don't even know what Lamb is. It's so good. It's literally a like magical realism folk tale about these eyes, this I. Icelandic couple that Goals. that encounters a a sheep that gives birth to a lamb but the lamb Same. only has a lamb head and part of its body is lamb and part of its body is human ooh this is like the witch movie but not yeah, it, at all not at <laughs> 
Well, it's A24, so it's very A24-like, and people are going off about it that, like, the trailer basically looks like an SNL parody of A24-like films, which it is. Fine. But the movie's actually really good, and it, like, I just, like, I don't want to go off on it, because that's my fact, fact, but yeah, it's fine. Yay. It, it's good. Um, I liked it. I liked it. The fun horror movie, well, it's not really horror. I don't know. Maybe it's horror. It's not horror to me. I don't know, but I, so my cousin Maddie and I, every single Sunday, we've been doing like Maddie and Channa, Channa movie nights. Yeah. And it started with us wanting to watch horrible movies such as, um, Raider, or sorry, Gator Roids, where it's alligators that were given steroids. Yes. And then snakes were also given steroids. Yeah, like, they, like, duel like CB in a, movies. In yeah. It's awesome. And then like, that was obviously like Sharknado, you know, we went down that rabbit hole, but then we were like, well, maybe we should start watching good movies sometimes. <laughs> so we... <laughs> Um, I sh- so we watched Edward Scissorhands this <gasps> past Sunday, and I haven't seen that movie s- in same. like 10, 15 years oh, probably. Same. And it was so cute. Is it cute so good? It's oh. so good. I, need I to get like around cried to happy that. tears. Yeah. So that was my, I guess it's not horror, it's just like Tim Burton. So it's like horror gothic esque. Yeah, people, people was, count that in the horror like lifestyle area. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare, any claymation movie is horror to me. So Nightmare oh, Before yeah. Christmas. Horror. I, I literally have never even seen Nightmare Before Christmas because I'm so afraid what? of the animation. Wait, it what? gives me panic attacks. Yeah. Is it is it the like kind of jumpy it's animation that it's makes you feel claim- weird? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's stop motion. Yeah. So is it just because you can you can like kind of see the stop like the the stop the shuddering the stopping? I don't know. I don't know. This is the whole reason I'm in therapy is because ever since I was a kid, every time <laughs> have one you of those seen movies would turn on, I no, I can't watch Shit. them. It gives me like immediate panic. But yeah, stop motion freaks me out. But what's weird is like the Wes Anderson stop motion. That stuff doesn't freak me out. Like, but it's Fantastic because Wes Mr. Anderson Fox. is yeah. Yeah, it's because I think it's just so positive, and the music's like do 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 the whole time. You don't like so maybe the it's Tim like, Burton creepy weirdness. Yeah, maybe it. it's the combo of of stop motion gothicness, Tim Burton. I don't know. All I know is I was literally supposed to do a burlesque performance to Oogie Boogie Man in a week, and I still haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You're it's like yay. <laughs> yeah, and now I can't do the burlesque performance because I have COVID. Yeah. It's so dumb. I thought you said you were gonna do that next year. Sorry. So I doing so my very first show was going to be this year, yeah. And I was doing a group performance. So Shay, the owner of Onyx, she asked me to be part of the group performance she's choreographing to the Oogie Boogie Man. Awesome! And it was like this super fun, jazzy, burlesque yeah. dance on on pole. Um, so I was yeah, really I've excited. Seen the movie, yeah, next, <laughs> ne- I haven't seen the movie, but I was like, I'm really excited. And she was, she's like, you know, the one part when these people come out, and I was like, like no. no. <laughs> I was like, I'm just here to pole dance. But next year for Halloween. A solo performance by me. I'm gonna do a burlesque to tiptoes through the tulip. Yes. But I'm gonna have a full burlesque outfit on. But I'm gonna be dressed like a, a demon, demon underneath <gasps> everything. Are you gonna have the, the demon, demon paint fa- the Darth Maul face? Yeah, yes. the whole time. I can't literally. Go. I can't see that. <laughs> yes, you can. You are going to be there. I literally won't do it unless you're there. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll just close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so funny though to see someone like titties out, like tassels, and then tiptoes through the tulips. Oh my so I'm, god. Like, I already started choreographing it because I'm so excited. Yes. That sounds fucking amazing and terrifying at the same time, which makes that great. Okay, let's go to your... Let's go to Tarot Time. Here's some ASMR. Tarot Time. Ooh. Yeah. Shuffle. Oh, Simone. Simone. Corey, tell me when to stop. Okay. 
someone looked at me like, you're gonna doing the spooky shit again, Mom. <laughs> Stop. Okay. So, now I am dividing the tarot deck into three... Se- Ow, fuck. Three sections. Corey... To my left is section A, middle is B, and to my right is section C. How would you like me to put it back I together? I want the top back on top. I'm having, like, an extreme dom top energy for this, like, okay. day and this weekend. Wow. I'm, like, okay, literally on, on grinder, and I'm, like, I'm topping. <laughs> Whoa. Seriously, I literally, alarm, told that someone, I literally told someone that today. <laughs> Damn. I was, like, You're I'm verse, very... but I'm only topping. <laughs> You're having a very different weekend than I am having. <laughs> I will be home having COVID, eating very sad Thai food. Oh, <laughs> so, well, Thai food's fucking opposite. bomb, so. Yeah, but like you'll be having a slut weekend and, and I'll be like, oh, by myself. <laughs> As I'm like literally fucking to that song. <laughs> <laughs> like the dubstep's like, oh, by my. Like the disco, techno, yeah. house version. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the top is on top. So now you have B and C that's left. I don't give a What's f- going to go under the top? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm a top. I don't give a fuck, Chana. Okay, Do what you so want. C and then B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so You're like, wow, card. I hate this top energy already. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so George sucks. <laughs> okay, the card for everybody is... Drum roll. Brrr. Uh, Seven of Swords. That doesn't sound good. No, it does <laughs> For not. For any of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seven of Swords. Oh, it's good. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Uh, okay. <clears throat> or is that the Nine of Swords? I don't know. Anytime. Oh, I messed up. I was on Wands <laughs> well, in my book. No, this is... I was like, yeah, it's so positive. Is, I, I think, like, right? Like, at least half of the Swords are not great. Yeah, let's see. Seven of Swords. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. <clears throat> Six swords hang in plain view while the seventh is tucked under the sly fox's tail. Ooh. So goes the story of the Seven of Swords. A secret is being kept. Either you're the keeper or the kept from, and it's time to identify which. Deceit and avoidance linger in the air. Face the cause of secrecy fuck? or risk ostracizing ostracizing yourself. Ooh. Ooh. So it seems like this is focused on like social relationships. Yeah, so y'all are fucked. So maybe there's a secret. Maybe it's a secret you have, but maybe it doesn't have to be like a catastrophic secret. Because I feel like Every time you say the word secret, you think it's going to be, like, life-changing, balls to the wall, insane. But it could be something else. Like, maybe there is a positive secret. Hmm. Maybe. Or it's negative. It's probably negative. It's fine. You know, there's a secret, and think about it. (laughs) Think about the secret. I'm drunk and I am sick, so this is going to be a very interesting episode. Here, I also have this because Chana gave this to me for Christmas. I did. I like he opened that. it in front of his parents. I like it, and it's also like it's kind of Halloweeny, but it's also just like not great. Deceit yeah. and avoidance linger in the air. I love that. Face the cause of secrecy, or risk ostracizing yourself. Shit. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. 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 My secret is I. I don't even know. I don't even think I have a secret right now. That's so boring <laughs> how do i not have a secret do i have a secret 
I look at Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look Corey, over to my little secret. Baby Yoda. Yeah. He's like, Yoda's like, maybe. He's like, you obviously have a secret, you fucking hoe. <laughs> Corey's secret that like, he's actually been a top this whole time like, and that he's only I've telling us about it today. <laughs> I've never bottomed. <laughs> I've never, he's like, I have never seen fisting in my life before. <laughs> okay, let's do my affogato fact. Do your faggot fact. Okay. So my faggot fact today is literally just queer horror recap it's about queer hoarder and and horror and we're recapping the last year for a bit and we're talking about what's going on specifically right now as well so this is good right now in the queer horror and we're talking about film queer horror um there's like a there's a current boom that's going on and specifically in this month and in the past like three weeks as well um Mm. there i'm just gonna list off really quickly what has come out in the past three weeks that has queer um, people in it there's a lot of good stuff going on for queer horror so we have slumber party massacre which is a remake there there's like a 1980 slumber party massacre there's a remake that just came out on sci-fi but you can get it on vod it's actually super super queer and i've heard posts of people saying like hey this is actually has pretty realistic uh, queer representation. There's Hell a lot of bi- yeah. there's a lot of bisexuality going on, and but just bisexuals people... don't exist. We Wait, what? About Corey. <laughs> bisexuals do not exist. I literally do not exist. You're like what? <laughs> I'm like, who am I talking to? <laughs> you just like look over. The Skype screen is blank. The name isn't Channa. It's just a space bar. <laughs> <laughs> it just says lesbian. <laughs> yeah, it just says fucking queer bitch, and you're like. So I'm like Chana? checks out. <laughs> yeah, um, checks out. So Slumber Party Massacre, y'all can go get that on VOD right now. Um that's like basically go mm. to like uh equivalency, go to Amazon doc, like Amazon Prime and then rent it. <laughs> go that's to Amazon.com. <laughs> Hello Bezos everybody, welcome. It's 2004. <laughs> go to www.http <laughs> buy your books you can get your books like in a week instead of like going to the store have you guys heard of this cool new website called netflix oh my god netflix um next is i know what you did last summer this is also a remake it's a series it's on amazon this is also also um slumber party massacre and this one they are directed and written by women so fuck yeah hey um then we have uh chucky which oh. is written or show run by Don Mancini, who wrote the original and has directed and written some of the follow-ups of the Chucky franchise or the Child's Play franchise. He is super part it. of this. And this one specifically. Oh, sorry. Don Mancini is a gay man, BT-dubs. Ooh. Fact <laughs> um, fact right there. Fact fact right there. He... Um, he wrote Child's Play, like the one that came out in 1988 or 86, something like that, and is literally the father of the Chucky Child's Play franchise. That's why, Hell like, yeah. Child's Play, or that's why, like, Seed of Chucky and Bride of Chucky are very queer, um, especially Seed of Chucky, um, because a gay man has written these. Um, also, this one, literally, I didn't know this. I haven't seen any of these. I'll, I'll say the ones that I've seen. But I haven't seen any of these because I'm just, like, seeing it. There's so much shit. Like, horror There's is... so much. So, yeah. Horror is just, like, fucking... Just, like, squirting really all over the mattress right now. Just, like, it, total. Literally. <laughs> it, there's so much, but I, like, I feel like I'm missing yes. half of the other announcements. Because there's so much. It's, like, I, every day, I'm, like... They're, like today you're like lamb i'm like what yes <laughs> I'm exactly like, I have, like it is just getting lost because there's so much like all these movies are getting lost in the fucking feed 
of my social media because no, yeah. just, there's so much. There's so much right now. It's, it's cool though. It's never been like this for. Horror. It's never. Like, yeah, it's like especially like this Halloween. Like everything I'm talking about right now has come out in the past two weeks. Not even three. Like that's a lie. Um, yeah. So so this Chucky. Just to quickly sum up Chucky. Um, it is a series right now. I think it's on. USA so or something like that, sci-fi something like that as well. No, it's no. I think it's on sci-fi as well, just like Slumber, Slumber Party Massacre. It's on oh, USA it Today and Sci-Fi. I, I know it's on USA Today. I think it's also Sci-Fi. I don't know why it's those mm-hmm. both. Whatever, who cares? Um, I don't know how you can see it if you don't know how to see, if you don't have regular TV because who does that anymore? Um, yeah. But you can find a way. I'm sure you could probably log on to their like. Um, website and they might have like the the newest episodes come out every week sometimes they do that i don't i don't remember yeah, bravo does that yeah um so really quick th- uh for example on how queer chucky is right now um in episode the main character the the boy chucky. who owns the chucky doll so no the boy who that you follow the real life boy who gets the chucky doll he's a gay kid who comes out Whoa. to his parents and his dad doesn't like him and there is a like 30 second clip going around twitter of this kid coming out to chucky and chucky like literally consoling him and like being like hey i have a child and his child is notoriously a extreme like good representation of of, of, no no it's not a homosexual is trans and or non-binary probably more specifically non-binary um oh, and, yeah. and so chucky has like a heart to heart with this gay kid of like hey i have a kid and i like sympathize with the fact that my kid is queer and you're queer and, and it, oh I, I haven't seen a lot of it but i saw like 10 seconds of that clip and i was like holy fuck i need to watch this like right now um that's so, so cool and like the fact that they have a queer kid like not like a adult or teenager but like specifically a child is so interesting and so different and cool because it's like challenging people's views because like people don't think about kids in being gay or or being queer at all they're like every kid is straight yeah everyone is like heteronormative and straight and cisgendered yeah yeah so that's that's really it's really challenging like the norm of of how we view kids in TV. That's really cool. Yeah. And, like, and, and he, kids this, can be gay. this kid is no, yeah. no more than like 14, 13 years old. Like yeah, he's seriously. a kid. Yeah. He's a fucking child. Yeah. He is a child. <laughs> but it's like, we were kids. We were children when we realized that we were not straight. Yeah. And so it's such a good accurate, accurate representation of how real life is. I knew it's I like liked we men when I was eight. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I liked girls when I was around second grade. So second or sorry third grade so yeah, that's like seven or eight years yeah old. exactly yeah yes um so also we have uh, i'm just gonna name off a, uh like three more five more titles and i'll talk about two really quickly so there's uh something called there's someone inside your house it's on netflix this one is very little representation one of the main kids who dies is gay and there's some like little talk about that i actually just watched the opening scene of this and it was like literally channel no exaggeration it's like the modern opening of Scream. It's okay. not as good. It's not as good as Drew Barrymore running around in Scream. But literally yeah. the first like six minutes of this movie on Netflix, I just watched it last night. And then I was like, holy shit, no, I have to watch this when I have time to have this like blaring, blasting, super loud. Because it was really good and intriguing. And I just really loved it. What were you, you going to say? Sorry. 
I think that just popped up on my Netflix today. Because, like, you know Netflix is, like, recommended for you. Yeah. I think that might have been... It's on Netflix, it, right? It was good. Yeah, the first, like, seven minutes, just, like, if, if y'all want to try out that movie, watch those first seven minutes. It is gripping. It's terrifying. It's interesting. The killer's interesting. And you can Hell already yeah. sense that there's, like, some queer themes going on. And it's right in the first seven minutes. It's very akin to the opening of Scream with Drew Barrymore. Like, it's great. Hell yeah. Um, there's also uh, uh, two movies that are on VOD right now, Death Drop Gorgeous and Night Teeth. Night Teeth I told you about uh, a, a little bit ago. It, it's like uh, queer vampires. There's a trans people in it. I think uh, Megan Fox is in it yes. as well. Um, and yes. then Death Drop Gorgeous is just super queer. Death Drop, you get it. There's drag people. There's horror shit going on. Go look at those online. You can look, watch those movies right now. Then I just want to mention really quick, Dragula, which is, to sum it up quickly, the horror version of RuPaul's Drag Race is on Shudder right now, and they're releasing episodes weekly. It's great. I love it. Um, And then, oh my god, Titan, or Titan. That's like the French kind of pronunciation of it. This movie came out like three weeks ago, (laughs) y'all. Of course, wet. Like, I'm wet. I'm wet with dread. I, I don't want to go too long on this because this is not a movie podcast, but if anybody, if you, if you like horror and you can stand, um, you can stand some gore. The first third of this movie is like a serial killer. What's going on movie. And then the last two thirds is a cisgendered old straight man who shoots up testosterone to keep his body the way he wants it to be because he's a fireman connecting Lord. with a woman who passes as non-binary and passes as his long lost long lost son so she can hide herself because she has committed murders and it is it is just like a super specific or, or super not specific but just it's like almost like transcending exploration of gender and love and finding your own family and finding who you want to be with it is just i i sorry i can't i don't want to go all over the place i'm trying to like keep this brief so i'm going all over the place but y'all so into this it's in theaters right now it's french go watch it it is so transcendental it is so beautiful it is so modern in its exploration of gender and uh sexual orientation and masculinity and femininity and how that clashes um, and how it can like um, it, it's so good just like go watch it if you can yeah. and you can and you can hold on like it's a little artsy fartsy but it's really good and it's beautiful and uh, it, it, it's directed by Julia de Cornau uh, de yes I, I forget That's her correct. she did raw like four years ago raw was beautiful it came out uh whatever just go watch it oh my god so that's the end of my faggot facts i had a lot more to talk about i'm just gonna list off some movies that i was gonna talk about okay freaky go watch it two gay a gay man directed it a gay man wrote it go watch it freaky it came out last year uh fear streets on netflix go watch it they're the main character is a lesbian um then non-queer horror that came out last year malig or, or in the past year malignant still in theaters i think fucking Just bonkers out, james like wan he did he did conjuring that we love yeah channel did you see once that? again no Bitch. because do you want to know what happened do you want to know what happened to me Corey? Yes, would you yes. like to know this yes ma'am <sighs> all right malignant 
came out less than a week Jenna. before Chris tested positive for COVID. And so I decided to wait because Chris was having a movie day, like a whole day with like Eric and like his Yeah, friends. to go see And so James I was Bond. like, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm going to go see Malignant <sighs> by myself in theaters. I pre-bought my tickets. I bought all my snacks because P.S. everybody at Cinemark right now, if you buy your snacks, if you like buy your snacks in advance, you get 20% off everything. It That's rules. so random, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So I pre-bought like my snacks. Like for them to choose was, that. Yeah. Yeah, I was so amped. I like bought Malignant, and this was the very first movie I have ever decided to see by myself in theaters. And yes, it's a horror Jenna. movie. It was like a huge moment for me. Step and I into was the so void. Excited. Yes, and I it's me and it's James Wan, and it was it was like the perfect introductory to seeing movies by myself. Yeah, and like that's a big step for me because I have really bad social anxiety, and I was so excited. And then literally that morning, that fucking morning, when I was like, "Yay, Malignant." Chris tested positive for COVID and I was like, God damn it. And so now I have not seen the movie because it is just like Halloween kills where I have to wait till (sighs) I can see in the theater. I have to, like I cannot see it at my, on my lame TV. So I am, I literally have purposefully like unfollowed pages that have even talking about it because I can't, because I'm so excited. It's it's as if like the conjuring two came out and I couldn't see it for a few weeks. Like I am just waiting for it. So yeah, okay. I'm waiting. Yeah, Channa, you need to see Malignant. Me. It's like, it, just go into it knowing know. this is a bonkers film that is just, is over the top on purpose. Ugh. Like, it's dramatic. It, it's literally a, uh, what's it called? The, the the movies that you and Chris love. Showtime? <gasps> the, Lifetime. Like the, like the Hallmark movies. Yes, it's like uh. Lifetime. It's Lifetime. It's Lifetime horror. That's what it is. Oh. That's, that's what it is. Like it's over the top. The delivery when when people give like shitty deliveries of lines, it's on purpose. Like, oh my that's god, go see so it. That's so cool. It's so good. Yeah. Um there's a ton of Ooh. other shit, but I'm not going to talk about it. Let's go let's go to your segment. That being said, let's move on to my true crime segment. Yes. Wait, before we do this, I have a very important spooky scoop, everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is actually a legitimate spooky scoop. Minutes, but yes. I don't care because <laughs> I laughed so hard last week or like a week and a half ago when Corey and I were like we're no longer doing spooky scoops the next morning this <laughs> happens the Zodiac killer was fucking identified and I'm no longer doing spooky scoops wait is this real what the fuck? wait Chen, is this real yes Inform we us. know who the Zodiac killer is now Inform so us, spooky bitch. spooky scoop that bitch some like basic ass bitches decoded the Zodiac whatever and then using what? like Ancestry.com whatever I don't even know how I should have yeah. researched this beforehand but I don't really care so I'm talking about the Zodiac in a few weeks spoilers but yes. um, yeah we know who the Zodiac killer is now is it like he... legit 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 yes like according to DNA what? it's him the greatest fact that I have about who the Zodiac killer is is <laughs> in the past in his lifetime he likes to re- leave reviews of movies and serial killer <laughs> it's books. It's me. And so it's he us. left a it's review. It's both of us yeah. together. <laughs> it's our it's our pre-existence spirit that has taken over <laughs> the Zodiac killer. But he Gordon left B. a Hinkley's review. Gordon like ten- rubbing his nipples right now. He's like pre-existent. 100%. Sorry. He wrote reviews for like Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer and all like the famous serial killers being like they're not original like what bitches they got caught one star like shit like that what a self-obsessed bitch <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> also if you hear the crazy noise it's Simone 
being grumpy that she is not the center of attention right now. Aww. Okay, so now that I'm done with the spooky scoop, let's move on to my true crime segment. Yes. Also, like, addition to that, if you hear some, like, thumping in the background, that is... Um, Me. Humping. No, that's, like, my my room is next to the laundry room, and, like, yeah. I, I, I just moved into my new place, and it's with another person, and so they, like, are doing laundry, and I didn't want to tell them to stop because I don't want to be rude. <laughs> hey, can you, like, stop? Because we have to go get drunk and talk about murder. Yeah. Thanks. No, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't Thanks. seem correct to just tell him to stop his entire life. So. Yeah. Hey, so I just moved in here. We just met, but can you shut the fuck up now? Thanks. <laughs> can you, like, literally be silent for the next be, two like, hours? <laughs> me to Chris. I'm like, hey, Chris, I know we have COVID, and, like, you don't feel like, great, but can, can you, you stop like, be copying? absolutely silent? Like, I literally, you cannot even pee. For the next two hours. He's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, you want to listen to things in your AirPod? Turn the volume down. I can't hear anything in this house. If you Chris need a like, cough, I'm in hell. go outside, but you can't open the door, so you better have that fucking door open. But you shouldn't have that yeah, door open because I don't open. want to hear the crickets outside. And I don't want the cats to be able to get out. So you know what? Good luck, good fucking luck. Anyways, that's your sex life. Mm. Like, swallow that fucking cough, bitch. Yeah, swallow my monster true crime cock, ho. <laughs> And that is the podcast title right there. Yes. Swallow my monster true, true crime cock hoe. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to my true crime segment. So yes. I'm doing a fun one today because I want to do a really disgustingly brutal one next week. Because, you know, I love giving us all trauma to make us spicy. So I'm doing a very fun one. Yes. Yum. Today I am doing my true crime segment on the Hall Mills murder. Ooh. Ooh. On the morning of September 16, 1922, 23-year-old Raymond Schneider and his girlfriend, 15-year-old Pearl Bomber, problematic as fuck because he's 23 and she's 15, That's we are continuing. They are making their way downtown walking fast, but they are making their way along a dirt road, little dirt road, known as Lover's Lane in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Their peaceful morning walk came to a screeching halt when they saw a man and a woman lying on their backs underneath a crabapple tree. Immediately, they both felt like something was off. Mm. And as they slowly approached the couple, they tried making conversation with them. Hey, you guys okay? Do you guys need anything? What's up? My name's Raymond. My name's Pearl. What can I help you with? <laughs> but nothing like, We're fucking was coming dead. back from them. <laughs> yeah, it was absolute <laughs> silence. Do you want to know why? It's because they were fucking dead. <laughs> And with each step, Raymond and Pearl knew that something was horribly wrong because they were fucking dead. Jenna, now if we ever find a dead body, if we're together, I'm just busting up laughing. Because you know, you fucking know that's what their ghost is thinking right now. Their ghost are is you, not going to be like, I'm are doing you okay? well. How are you? You okay, Natasha? No, bitch, I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. You literally see me lying underneath the crabapple tree in the most weird sus position. So the man that was dead was dressed in a dark gray suit, a white shirt with a stiff white collar, stiff, and a white tie. His hat was placed over his face as if he was being blocked from the sun. Okay. At his side laid a woman, her legs crossed and her head resting on her companion's right arm and her left hand gently touching his thigh. She wore a polka dot blue dress and a brown scarf tied around her throat. Both, as Schneider and Bomber could tell, were dead, as Courtney already spoiled. (laughs) 
<laughs> they took off running to the nearest home to try to get someone's attention, and they banged on the door yelling for help, and they screamed for the homeowner. homeowner. <laughs> call the police. Call the police. Quick, we found dead bodies. Call the police. And within minutes, two police officers arrived at the scene. They had no trouble identifying the victims because propped against the man's shoe was a business card that said, in quotes, Reverend Edward Wheeler Hall, pastor of St. John's Church. Whoa. Our Reverend Edward, uh, Edward Wheeler Hall was married to Miss Frances Hall, but the woman next to him was not his wife. Ooh. What? She was Miss Eleanor Mills, a 34-year-old who sang in the church choir and was married to the church's janitor. Eleanor Mills was also known to almost everyone in New Brunswick as the Reverend's lover. So wait, the Reverend was fucking... The Reverend was fucking the janitor of the church's wife. Yeah, who was a choir. Boom. Damn. Saucy, right? That's saucy as fuck. All I read was a paragraph similar to that on like some article, and I was like, "This is the segment." Yeah, you're like, "I want to do this." this. <laughs> I was like, "I don't even care if this is boring." I'm so like, they just grabbed me that by that paragraph, you bitches. It's not boring. This is a fun segment. Okay, let yeah. me drink more wine, and then I'm ready. Saucy, I like the saucy, like saucy wench. You saucy wench. Yeah, bitch. <clears throat> that wine got very warm very fast. Oof. Hi, Simone. Oh, Simone. She's like, hey, sluts. Say hi. Oh, oh Simone. <laughs> Say hi, Corey. Simone. Oh, don't don't attack the mic. Simone. Say hi. Ah, Simone. Simone, I miss you. Okay, bye. Bye, Simone. Did you hear the little meow she did back? Oh, mm-hmm. she's about to jump on top of the laptop. Simone. Girl. Don't think about it, Simone. Chill. <laughs> Simone. Oh. Simone, say hi. Sorry, I'm my little like cat noise. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Simone. Ah. Bye, bye, okay, Simone. Well, <laughs> she's jumping all over Simone. the place. Bye, Simone. Yeah, she's like fucking, like you just she's hovering right now. I can see her tail head. whipping behind you. <laughs> yeah, like aggressively whipping me in the face. Her butthole is like two <laughs> seconds away from my eyes. Ah, <sighs> back to true crime. Edward Edward Wheeler was born in 1881 to a middle-class family in Brooklyn, New York. Yes. He got a liberal arts degree from the Brooklyn Polytechnic Institute and attended General Theological Semin- Seminary in Manhattan. Sounds fun. Uh, and he <laughs> served in the churches in New York and New Jersey before accepting a position at St. John's in New Brunswick. Boring-ass dude. Yep. Preacher. boring-ass seminars yeah just like white ass <laughs> about straight fake shit dude. yeah <laughs> he's like I we heard. hate gays he's like obviously um in 1909 so like he really fucking hated gays at this point edward oh, yeah. moved to he moved to new oh my god what is she doing <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh, oh oh honey okay? <gasps> simone oh baby she just fell she, she just... died yeah hey chris can you grab simone she just fell backwards into my arms. I know. Whoa, that was and weird. And she's trying to act all cool, but she's very, she's scared for right. She's like a, you know when cats get scared and they kind of look like dinosaurs? Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. She's doing the quietest meows to Chris. She's like, I didn't do anything embarrassing to Chris. <laughs> she's like, I didn't almost die. 
I'm fine. That was sad. Oh, poor Simone. She literally did like a trust fall backwards into my head. Corey just watched it. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, trust fall. Do you love me, mom? Do you love me? (laughs) Falls backwards into my head. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, I do. Fuck, bitch. (sighs) In 1909, Edward, casual, in 1909, in 1909, shit, I'm drunk, Uh, and I have COVID brain, I'm fucked. In 1909. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, what year? Oh my God. Did you say 1802? (laughs) In 1909, (laughs) Edward moved to New Brunswick, and shortly after, he met Francis Stevens. Francis was seven years older than Edward and was part of the town's most prominent family. In fact, you probably have heard of this family because she happened to be an heiress for the Johnson & Johnson Surgical Supply Whoa, Fortune. Whoa, holy shit. So to say the least, she was loaded. Do you remember Dorothy Allred, the girl we talked about with the chocolate, 28 pounds yes. of chocolate? Yeah. This bitch has nothing. <laughs> because oh, shit. Dorothy Allred is poor compared She's to She's poor compared to her? Damn. Francis. Okay. Because Francis is heiress to goddamn Johnson and Johnson. Holy shit. And by the time that Francis and Edward got married, she was worth two million dollars just herself. That's like without in nineteen oh nine. And that is worth fifty eight million dollars today. Just like what she's worth. That's like before people die and she gets more money. Oh my god. So people in the town obviously assumed that Edward married Francis for her money and status. Because that they one, they didn't really have anything in common. Because we all would. Because we all would, number one. Number two, they did not have anything in common. And unfortunately for, you know, women, because we have it fucking hard in yeah. this world, people thought that she was not worth marriage because she was, in quotes, according to multiple journalists, in quotes, not wholly attractive. Whoa. Because people are god-awful towards women, and so our yeah. only worth is because is our beauty and because she and wasn't children, stereotypically yeah. beautiful they're like oh that's why he married her because she's Aww. rich yeah it was it's very sad but also i mean she was loaded and i'm sure that <laughs> did have something to do with it but it's besides the point because <laughs> whether yeah <laughs> but it's just it's just awful that that's the reasoning they give like yeah besides like that's the what... point that she's filthy rich so obviously she's going to be used it's like oh no she's ugly that's why it's like what why would you even call women yeah that word ugh don't you hate when men? Anyways, Edward and Francis, after they got married, they immediately moved into her family home, and Edward took responsibility for monitoring the family's money, specifically the Bitch. weekly allowance for Francis's older brother, Willie, and her other brothers as well. Edward and Francis's life there is pretty typical, and honestly, it was boring as fuck. He was a minister, reverend, whatever. So, like, one of the siblings dudes. killed them, right? Because, like, if I was one of those siblings and some, like, religious dude walked in and was like, I'm taking care of your money, I'd be like, you can fucking die. All I know is... As you... (laughs) As a response to that, Corey. (laughs) Bitch, I already emptied my bottle. I can't do that. I still have a quarter of a bottle left after this. Damn. It's called... Jealous. So they lived a very boring life because he was minister reverend are, are ministers and reverends the same what's a minister who gives what's a shit a it's all made up who, who gives a shit it's all made up so he was some like dude in the church that probably did some nasty ass shit to people yep and all he did was talk church go to church study church Yuck. mastery over church church, church 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 and it's boring but one day 
church got a whole lot more interesting Ooh. for Edward. Eleanor Mills, the town beauty, was a singer in the church choir. She got married at 15 to James Mills, and together they had two kids. James made about $35 a week, so the family of four were barely getting by, and the two didn't have the best relationship, so just so to distract herself, she dove into romance models, models, novels, and church activities. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> she just dove into those assholes. Yeah, she just, she like saw a mannequin and she was like, fuck yeah. So she really loved that really trashy romance novel that all of our grandmas read. And she loved church like all of our grandmas. So she went to St. John's every day to get away from her failing marriage and sad, lonely life. Like all of our grandmas. Like all of our grandmas. Now, no one knows when the affair started, but by 1919, Eleanor and Edward were madly in love. Rumors spread across town about their affair, and it seemed to become public knowledge that Eleanor and Edward were together. The Reverend and the Choir Girl scandal. The gossips of New Brunswick loved the drama. So the rumors continued and continued and continued. Supposedly, both their spouses, Francis and James, were unaware of the rumors and both thought that Edward and Eleanor were just really good friends. Oh, my God. They're roommates. They were roommates. (laughs) At least that's what they want us to believe. Between 1919 and 1922, the affair blossomed into a serious relationship, and the two were planning on divorcing their partners and eloping. Whoa. Their dreams were cut short in September of 1922 when they were brutally murdered and placed under the crab apple tree on Lover's Lane. Ooh. Ooh. So now we are back to September 16th, 1922. Scattered around Edward and Eleanor's bodies, were torn up love letters addressed to each other. The pieces were big enough that the letters were easily put back together. Ooh, that's Sweetheart. personal. This person fucking cared. Yeah. Sweetheart, my true heart, Eleanor Mills written in, in one. I know there are girls with more shapely bodies, but I'm not caring what they have. I have the greatest part of all blessings, a noble man's deep, true, eternal love. How patient I am and will be. I want to look up into your dear face for hours and as I touch your body so close. <laughs> Edward wrote, Darling, Wonderheart, I just want to crush you for two hours. I want to see you Friday night alone by our road where we can let out unrestrained that universe of joy and happiness we call ours. Obviously, they were freaky, y'all. They were fucking, and they were in Modern love. day grinder translation is just like gaping asshole pick, and the reply is hot. As hot, period. Mm. Hot, period. Wet. <laughs> Autopsies revealed that they were killed around 24 hours before the bodies were discovered. Edward had been shot in the head at point blank range, while Whoa. Eleanor was shot three times in the head and her throat cut. What? Trigger. Trigger, trigger warning. Way more personal. Her throat was so cut so deeply that her jugular vein, windpipe, esophagus, and her neck muscles were completely severed. And in quotes by the um, autopsy dude, her backbone could easily be seen. What? Later, it is revealed that Eleanor's tongue and vocal cords were cut out and removed as well. Just remember that Eleanor was a star singer in the church choir, so the removal of her tongue and vocal cords definitely pointed towards yes. a crime of passion. So, so if this Corey, isn't the fucking janitor, <laughs> <laughs> then I should retire. <laughs> but Corey, 
you know how anytime that I have a murder case from almost any time period, but specifically the early 1900s, that police officers just do a particularly bad job. You mean a good job, like, right? They're always on top I of mean, it. I mean, we love police in this place here. Wink, wink. <laughs> so no surprise to literally anyone, the investigation was immediately difficult and off to a bad start because of some confusion over county lines. Hall and Mills, Damn. their dead bodies were directly in between two counties, Middlesex County um, and Somerset County. So investigators from both counties arrived and they started arguing over whose case it was while the investigators argued and argued and argued news of the murder spread across the town like wildfire and everyone. And I mean, everyone dropped what they were doing and ran to the crime scene. Thousands what? of people, <laughs> thousands. It's 1922, y'all. Life's boring. Thousands of people showed up, showed up to the crime scene to look at the scene. And at first, they were just spectators who wanted to see the, the crime scene and gossip. But then Corey and I, in our past life, we rolled up and we were like, you know what, you guys? We should, like, start taking shit from the crime scene. <laughs> So Corey and I in our past That's life. So me. I'm like, oh my looked, fucking God, yes. Yeah, we were like, wait a minute, is this some like horrific picture on the internet? We should look at it. So Corey and I, I were was like, like I was wait. literally just playing baseball because it's nineteen twenty and there's nothing else for my gay ass to do. Yeah, I'm straight and Shannon's my wife. I'm like, I am Corey's straight wife. <laughs> I'm like, I so am Corey also I, straight. <laughs> In our gay-ass, true crime selves, rolled up to the crime scene, and we were like, yo, since the fucking pigs are arguing, a.k.a. the police, and the morgue just took away the bodies, let's just, like, fucking get some true crime artifacts. So, in a mad dash, thousands of people ran up to the crime scene, and they just started peeling off the bark on the tree, and they started scooping up dirt into their pockets, and they ripped down branches, grabbed leaves, punched each other out. Like, they literally grabbed anything around the crime scene. So, get this, Corey. This just gets crazier. So many people were showing up that a fucking hot dog vendor and a popcorn vendor rolled up and started selling food. And then a balloon dude showed up and a soda dude and like a funnel cake dude and more and more people rolled up and it suddenly became a circus for the morbidly curious. This is like that video in 2016, the like last summer of happiness where we, where everyone was playing Pokemon go in central park. And they were like, Oh my God, there's a fucking like Voltreon over there. (laughs) And everyone just starts running. (laughs) Yes. It is exactly like that, but with dead bodies and hot dogs. So every hot dog, (laughs) cotton candy, popcorn, soda, pretzel vendor in the entirety of New Jersey, New York rolled up. And every weekend for months, was filled with people all all over the country trying to get a piece of the crime scene. There was like a nonstop morbid carnival going on next to this crab apple tree. (laughs) So the news of the murder and this bizarro reaction to the murder obviously took over every newspaper and news station in the United States because the Hall's murder had everything needed to become a media circus. A story of wealth because, you know, Johnson & Johnson – love lust church and then add murder and now add hot dog vendors like this is literally why true crime podcasts exist yeah. it's because of this type of murder because of these peeps 
And, like, you throw in Johnson & Johnson and just, like, money on top of it. Like, this is literally a white girl's dream. Like, Corey and I, Pat, like, reincarnation exists, and yeah. I know that because we were We were there. <laughs> so, ignoring the I remember the media shoving, circus, like, multiple hot dogs down my throat. <laughs> as I was peeling bark off the tree, being like, there was a dead body here. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I was, there I was washing a dish. And then I saw. <laughs> I was I was washing a dish. I was washing a dish, and then I and then I saw it and heard it. For all the zennials out there, we were referring to Dane Cook. It's fine. Yeah, who is prob who is one hundred percent problematic, but it's fine. So ignoring the media circus, investigators began searching for the killer or killers, but the crime scene was destroyed by random ass people, so they really did not have any evidence to go off of. Plus, it was nineteen twenty two, nineteen twenty twenty two. 20 whatever so the evidence they did get was handled so poorly it was almost better if they just didn't get anything at all it's 1922 world war one ended two years ago (laughs) yeah they like do not know how anything exists or works it's just like a miracle that they wake up every day so they any evidence they did somehow manage to get from the crime scene obviously was not processed correctly so with little to no evidence the police started looking at people closest to edward and eleanor which are their spouses. And obviously this was a jealous crime of passion. Look at <laughs> the, the way the crime scene was gone. laid out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Everyone's just gone. It's fine. Cause at least the bark was taken. So they first looked at the janitor, James Mills, but yeah. he had an alibi because his neighbor who happened to hate him, but still gave him an alibi said that he heard him woodworking in his garage the night of the murder. <laughs> Same. Which is weird as shit to Same. me, <laughs> And no one ever goes into that ever again. What? Like, period. Done. No. What? If I heard my neighbor woodworking, I'd be like, they're fucking Like, they were cutting toys. up a fucking body. <laughs> they're, they're pulling a Dahmer over there, 100%. Yeah. So... That period done, James Mills is no longer a suspect. Sorry, Corey, you're wrong. <laughs> what? So for <laughs> you're all. I'm I am sure I though. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Exactly. So Frances Hall, Johnson and Johnson girl, she also had an alibi that she was home with the maid all night. The maid obviously Ooh. confirmed that she was home all night because Hot. no money. So with no real leads and the fight over which county gets the case. It just continued. Like, the chaos continued. And because the chaos kept on continuing, people were ripping bark off the trees. Like, counties didn't know who was supposed to do who. Like, no real leads were happening because they weren't actually checking alibis because they were just arguing over who gets the case. The case obviously started going cold. And as the case went colder, the media circus was getting crazier and crazier. A few weeks after the funeral, the governor, who had been feeling pressure to solve the crime because the media circus was so insane, he got involved and he basically told the two counties that they needed to combine forces and work together or he will personally fuck them up. So the two counties were like, OK, yeah, we should probably start working together. And so they did. Now, thinking like, that super Francis. Petty, though. Yeah, they were like, you know, not really here for it. So thinking that Francis and James had alibis, which neither of them really followed through with, the next people they turned to were the people who found the bodies. 22-year-old Raymond Schneider and 15-year-old Pearl Bomber. <laughs> now We'll just overlook that. Yeah. Now, Jommer. She's Pearl like, Jeffrey I'm 15. Dahmer's, yeah. First of all, he's 23 and she's 15, or 22 and 15. Does not even matter. She's a child and he's yeah. an adult man. Second of all, Bomber and Dahmer. Moving on. <laughs> so Raymond 
told the investigators that on the night of the murder, he and Pearl were hanging out with this dude named Clifford Hayes. And Clifford mentioned something about wanting to kill someone who hurt Pearl. And apparently, Clifford saw Edward and Eleanor, and he was like, those are obviously the people. And so he decided to murder them, thinking that they were obviously the people that hurt Pearl. What? Now, even though this story did not match the crime scene, or the love letters, or literally anything, and Pearl literally said that did not happen, it was made up, the police arrested Clifford. Because the police were desperate. The governor was now on their ass. Media was, it was nationwide. It was everywhere. It was even international. It was everywhere. They were desperate to arrest literally anyone. And the fact that Clifford Hayes was a poor kid from a family that didn't have the means <gasps> no. to get a good lawyer. It was the it fucking It made it janitor. even easier. People were outraged. How could the police pin this on a random kid without literally any proof? First of all, good job, his people, like the people in the town that surrounded Clifford, good job, because they actually raised suspicions of, uh, of you blaming Clifford because of how uh, of his how poor he was, his yeah. race, his everything. Like they actually in the nineteen fucking twenties were like, this is not right. You're pinning this on a rando for no fucking reason other than the fact that someone casually mentioned his name, and he's poor. And he's not a white cis straight dude. Like, yeah. what the fuck? So shout out to everyone in the 20s who happened to mention that. Because the 20s, <laughs> shit like that was not mentioned. So good for y'all. Someone in the 20s so was like, those, he's a cis male. They're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is that? So shout out to the people of the 20s that thought it was completely outrageous that this rando ass kid without any proof was arrested for the murder of these two people. Fuck yeah, I go them. But police were trying to argue, saying this witness that said it was him was credible. But Raymond, this witness, came out and he said the confession was a lie. He felt pressure from the police to give them any info, and he did not want to become the suspect when all he did was find the body. So he just made up a crazy story because (gasps) the police were pressuring him. And so immediately Clifford was released, and the trust in the police and their handling of the case was broken, and everything shifted. So a state Supreme Court judge at this point was very unhappy with the insanity of this investigation. So he turned it over to the state attorney general's office in hope that maybe people will start trusting them again. So with basically no evidence, no suspects, no anything, (laughs) the new investigators asked people to come forward with tips because they had nothing going for them. And enter Jane Gibson. Jane Gibson, she was a pig breeder random but it's important for her nickname yeah same chana jones also weirdly relevant weirdly relevant to the story she was casually riding her horse you know i imagine jane was a lesbian because she was casually riding her horse in the middle of the night for no reason as she's like making ends meet relying on no men in the 1920s she was riding her horse looking at the stars doing whatever lesbos did in the 20s and on the night of the murder... Wait, are we in she, New York? City? New Jersey, New York. Oh, New Jersey. Tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So on the night of the murder, Lesbo Jane Gibson, pig breeder, riding her horse, she heard two men and two women yelling back and forth. Just completely, like, animalistic yell, screaming. Like, it was enough that you would stop dead in your tracks and think, what the fuck is going on? It's not just like, you know when you walk down the street and people yell at each other and you just move forward? It's like the type of, like, barbaric screaming that you stop dead in your tracks and be like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think Jamie Spears should be... (laughs) 
And another thing about Britney Spears. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Finally, um, during the screaming back and forth, and while Jane Gibson was obviously eavesdropping, a woman, she heard a woman's voice yell, explain these letters. And then, bang. Damn. Bang. Bang. Three gunshots. Then a shriek. And then a woman yelled, Henry! And then <gasps> silence. Wait, how long how, how long has it been? This was the night of the murder. No, 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 no. But, but since this woman came out and said this. Uh, Do you know? Months? Months? Within the, Jesus. Within the first year. Within the first year. Okay, that's a long time, A couple time, months is happening. <laughs> but it was a long time for the police to be like, come forward if you have tips. This is the 1920s. Oh, that's true. You have to oh, okay. That. This okay, is 100 true. years okay, yeah. ago. Okay, very true. Okay, okay. So Jane's story was interesting to the investigators because Henry happened to be the name of one of Francis's brothers and one of her cousins who happened to be staying with them. So to have this random ass pig lesbian woman roll up and say, I heard some girls screaming about uh, screaming out letters and then gunshots and then Henry, it was interesting because it was very particular for the crime that happened. And having nothing else to go on, they literally had nothing else to go on, they decided to arrest Francis and Henry. However, the grand jury decided to not indict them because, like I just said, they literally did not have anything to go on <laughs> except hearsay. So the case went cold for four years. I don't know now, why. Remember? This this might be like the testosterone talking, but like Henry just sounds super hot. <laughs> well, his name's Henry, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, every Henry in the history of Henry's has been hot. <laughs> he just sounds like crazy hot. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know Henry's hot. You yeah. know it. Johnson and Johnson money and his name's Henry. And his name's on. fucking Henry, yeah. And his fucking mutton chops. I don't know. We're mm. only in nineteen twenty, not like eighteen sixty three, but like But yeah, tomato but tomato. Yeah, tomato tomato. Did they dress, <laughs> did, did, did the men dress really that different? He has dark hair. 18, He's hot. He's rich. He has Henry. body hair. Do you need, yeah. He's Do you one, need more? Do I need more? I don't. He's obviously gay. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the story, <laughs> remember the maid <laughs> that confirmed Francis' alibi? Yes. Okay. So her name was Louise Geist. The lesbian maid. Yes. She was not a lesbian because four <laughs> years after the murder, Louise was no longer working for Francis and she was married to a dude named Arthur Ryle. Ryle, real, whatever. Yeah. Arthur, he wanted a divorce because his wife was, quote-unquote, full of secrets and a lesbian. So the secret that Louise Ooh. learned was that she was a lesbian. I'm just kidding. The secret was that Louise learned that <laughs> Reverend Hall, Edward, the victim, was planning to elope with his, quote-unquote, wonder heart, a.k.a. Eleanor. The night they <sighs> planned on leaving their partners and eloping, Frances Hall, along with her brother Henry and her cousin Henry, took off to confront him. Next thing you know, Edward and Eleanor are dead, and Frances is giving Louise $5,000 to keep quiet and say she was home all night. So, those court documents... Whoa. Yeah, re reveal, right? Those court documents about the secret were stolen and sold to a new tabloid in town, and you guys probably recognize the name of this tabloid. The Daily Mirror, who is still today in 2021 doing like scandalous articles that have no fact, but it's still super fun to read. 
The paper released the secret, and the media circus sprang back to life, and the case was no longer cold. Francis and Henry, and both Henrys, were arrested and brought to trial on November 3rd, 1926. Now, this trial played like a courtroom drama soap opera. From the dramatic reading of the, le- of the love letters to Jane Gibson, a.k.a. Pig Woman, being literally <laughs> wheeled into the court on an iron hospital bed because she was dying from cancer. Drama. The drama. Surrounded by doctors and nurses saying her oxygen levels are depleting. Oh, my God. Literally in a hospital bed testifying about the night only followed by her mom screaming on top of her lungs. She's a liar. She's a liar. <laughs> Don't believe her. Shame, shame. How is this not the, a Lifetime movie? The trial was insane. Like, it was absolutely insane. <laughs> and because, again, there was literally zero evidence, Just the only thing they had going for them was hearsay from witnesses who were either in an iron hospital bed or were divorcing from a maid who worked for them four years ago. Nothing was credible. So Francis and the Henrys, they were acquitted. Since oh the courtroom God. drama of 1926, no new leads or evidence has appeared leaving the case cold. Rumors still spread around the town about what happened on Lover's Lane in September of 1922. From a, ro- from a robbery gone wrong to the KKK to the church being involved, any and all rumors were spread. In reality, they were obviously murdered by either Francis or James or both, but because of poor police work, any slash all evidence couldn't be found or used. Thousands of people destroyed a crime scene before it could be properly processed, all because the police were arguing over which county got the case. Damn. And that, everybody, is the story of the murder of Halls slash Mills. Dun, Shit. dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. It was either the janitor, husband, or one of the family members. Like, because it's only one of not- those. Yeah, like her th- her fucking vocal cords were torn out of yeah. her body. Obviously, it was a crime of passion. That's so like it literally one hundred percent was either the janitor or the Johnson and Johnson girl or both. Yeah, like one hundred percent. It it is almost not possible for it being anybody else. Like it is one of the two. Yeah, it, it is literally one of those two. It's like yeah, they just had no idea. <laughs> so that's it. But but isn't it crazy to think though that. So many people rolled up to the fucking crime scene that hot dog vendors rolled up. Like, just imagine <laughs> that imagery. We hear about a murder and someone selling hot dogs shows up. This what fucking, the fuck? That's fucking hot dogs? hilarious. That's so hilarious. Of all the food, hot dogs too. Like that's mystery so meat, good. really. I fucking love that. It's crazy. So, yeah, let's go to my Supernatural segment. Yes. Yes, bitch. Okay, so mine today is just like a quick little spooky haunting um just like channel Ew. we're just like having fun okay mine's not like just mine's not as fun as that because it has like some serious stuff going on but next week we're gonna like fucking <laughs> rock your socks murder's not serious yeah murder's not serious at all <laughs> murder's <Fuck> not- <laughs> murder <laughs> mine has something serious in it you know it's very yeah. different from murder and well and like adultery <laughs> Mine's like a like haunting light, but then next week it's gonna be like la- haunting hard. Okay. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Haunting hard. Okay, so mine today is doggy style. The haunting at four fifty five A Sackett Street. At four six four eighty six. <laughs> four twenty Blaze It Faggot Sackett Street. Eight four zero four six. So, uh, basically, I found this account on this 
website called yourghoststories.com, which I originally found the link on Reddit from like looking at Reddit ghost stories and shit like that. So um, this was posted by Jane H, whoever decided to identify themselves as Jane H on. Ooh. Yes. I'm going to turn off my lights. Hold on. Ooh. No, this gets, it gets a little spooky. It does get a little spooky. Like, I'm kind of drunk, so I hope I keep it spooky. <laughs> Ooh. Shit, Chana. Okay. Ooh, my lights are off. Ooh, though. I turned off Ooh. like half my lights. Okay. So. It looks just as bright as it did. Like, if not brighter. I know. I right? my lights. Your face is like, huh? Hi. <laughs> so, this Hi. is posted by Jane H to the yourghoststories.com website on January 5th of 2007. Ooh, Ooh, 2007. What Ooh. were you doing then? Bitch, yeah, what were you doing? Um, Middle so, school. So so this is January. This is uh my sophomore year. This is like three months before I do ecstasy and then nice. a week later drink for the first time in my life. So yeah, I, was, I was like super edgy. Capris. Fuck yeah. Very different, 2007. Oh. Butterfly Capris, <laughs> 2007, exclusively reading I Twilight. was wearing Abercrombie and Finch polos with Duh. some like shitty jeans i'm sure <laughs> yeah i was doing the abercrombie and fitch double tank top look with the victoria's Ooh, secret lip gloss fuck yeah and butterfly capris oh hell yeah oh my god simone's in here i just felt something brushing Oof. against my arm is it <laughs> is it 2007 scared. or 2008 where britney has her breakdown that's 2007 right that's 2007 yeah right. so she's Remember like she's months away from breaking down i'm months away from doing ecstasy and then having a party at my house where my parents are out of town hope they're not listening <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. 2007, I was, yeah, still wearing butterfly capris. Fuck still yeah. current mood, only butterfly capris. <laughs> <laughs> I was one year away from Soldier Boy, so I was oh, counting bitch. down the seconds. We were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, trigger warning for rape. I'm just going to simply oh. mention that it happens and then move on. <laughs> so that's why, that's why I've been saying this is not light, but I will just mention that it Fuck. happens. We don't go into it. So, on April 1st of 1998, when Jane was just 14 years old, she, her brother, and her parents moved into a three-story apartment at 455A Sackett Street in Brooklyn, New York. Although this was the first apartment that they had with more than one floor, um, and it was more room than they've ever had in their entire lives, like or her entire lives specifically, something was not right. Um, the apartment was usually was unusually dark, it was damp, and, and had cold spots. Jane and her brother immediately felt like they were constantly being watched every spot in the house. And they also felt like something, somebody was right, right behind them, like frequently. Um, ew. No. Yeah. Ew, 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 ew. This especially occurred in the basement that even her father oh. was reluctant to go in. Like even her father didn't want to go in. Even fuck the straight shit. representation you have in your family yeah, <laughs> could not go shit. downstairs. So, after a few days of this, Jane was spotted by her neighbor, an elderly woman from across the hall, who noted, like, instantly the uneasiness on Jane's face and informed her that she had lived there for, that her, the older elderly woman, had lived there for most of her life and that no one had occupied their apartment for more than a year at a time since as long as she could remember. To add, the elderly woman even related that all these terrible tragedies that befell the tenants within a few weeks of moving in and that it continued for all of these tenants until the day that they moved out. So sadly, within the first two weeks of living in the apartment, Jane was raped by, by her neighbor. Oh, um, oh. 
And I, I, I don't know if I like mentioned this, but most of this account and all this information that I get is from her posting this on this website that I'm like the year ghost stories website. So in the post, Jane makes no other remarks about this incident or even if she told somebody about it or anything, but this is obviously like a very traumatic event for her to start off of her time there and then have some elderly woman across the hall be like, Hey, like serious shit happened to these people happen to people like the second they move into this place so the entire family um on top like like as they move in the entire family notices the dreariness of this place um and they tried decorating it and warming it up but nothing really (laughs) made anything better (laughs) um they also repeatedly like the first really big thing that jane note that jane notes in her post is that they tried to install the phone this phone and each time they tried to install it, the like wires would short out and they even had the phone company come like four, four separate times, she said. And each time the, the phone would short out after like a few days or a week and they eventually Damn. just gave up and they didn't have a landline. And this is like 19, 1998. Okay. So this when is you like, need a landline, you need a landline yeah. because no, barely anybody has a cellular phone. So over the next few months, the dark dampness and feeling of being watched continued then one night out of nowhere, Jane's brother got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And while he was in the restroom, oh, the God. ceiling directly above <gasps> his head, uh, uh, directly above his bed collapsed. Oh, no. So like he gets up at like 3 a.m., goes to the bathroom. And then like while he's in the bathroom, the ceiling above his bed collapsed. If he would have been there, it would have like fallen on top of him. Weeks later, Jane was letting her uh, letting her friend into the apartment to come hang out with her um, when her family was gone. So her brother and her family is gone. As she walks back up the stairwell, because they live in Brooklyn, and, you know, she's walking back up the stairwell with her friend. Um, she sees her neighbor come at the top of the stairwell and is screaming like, hey, there's like fucking smoke in your house. Like there's smoke Jesus coming out of your house. Christ. You need to get your, up to your fucking house. So she runs up to her house, leaves her friend runs into her house realizes that there's fire in her room runs into her room and there's room on all of her like one of her back walls like covering it so she gets a blanket tries to start covering the walls um to like try and damp out the the fire like smother the fire out she that said is that literally the last thing I, I on know, this right? earth that I would do. Like if someone said there's smoke coming to your apartment, I'd be like, call 911, you stupid bitch. Like unless my fucking me. cats are in there, I will literally not walk into that apartment. I will be like, are cats there? No. Okay, call 911. Like, I don't great. give a shit. There's no pets. This is why renters insurance in exists. Yeah, yeah, my parents this is are the gone. Sole reason. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, this is why I have State Farm Renters Insurance is for events like this. So <laughs> I'm not going in there unless Simone and S'mores are there. Period. <laughs> so she immediately tried putting out the flames with a blanket, and as she First did, mistake. the door behind her slammed shut. Ew! She you then okay, ac- Natasha. <laughs> she si- she then uh, accounts that immediately like with the one window that goes shines into her room that immediately it changed from day to night. And then she passed <gasps> out. Oh, hell no. Hell Thankfully, no. her friend ran up, opened the door, then got, saw her pass out on the floor, got her and carried her down the stairs. Someone was able to put out the flames. And in the meantime, I guess the fire department was able to eventually determine that there 
was it was never able to determine the cause of the fire. So, um, it's at this little point that I'm gonna add our like you know, like little account where we like to call bullshit. <laughs> Oh no. So we know this is like a post online and like a lot of this is like you know like oh like I ran up and like I ran like someone said there was smoke coming out of my apartment so I ran into my apartment like exactly what you just called Channa. Like you're just like if if so- there was smoke coming out of my apartment and someone was like Call There's- one home. Yeah. Like you don't fucking as a 14-year-old run into your house and like try and put out a fire on the wall. I'm going to call the Unless bullshit. my animals were there. Exactly. Okay, exactly. There's no animals that have been accounted in the story. This is like literally from one post on what's it called? Um, Um, (laughs) Yourghoststories.com. To me, that's a motto. Yourghoststories.com. Like, it's literally called Mm -hmm. Your Ghost Stories. (laughs) So, like, this might be like. Yeah, this showed up on like listicles that I was looking at, and everyone was like, "Like, oh, you know what? Like the Gene Harlow house that connected to the Sharon Tate murders uh, that that yeah. I that we serendipitously ran into. Like, I like literally looked up that same day that you decided to do the Manson murders, like without us knowing. That was a good day. This that is on the day. same listicle. This is literally on the same listicle." And I read the synopsis, and I was like, fuck, yes, I want to read this. And then when I started reading it, I'm like, okay, this is, like, kind of made up, I feel. Because it's just, like, Damn. you know, you know. But we're just going to continue, okay? So just, like, get into, like, the spookiness of it, you know? It's not made up, Corey. Yeah. Don't ruin this for us. But, you know, you never know. Because, like, it's this person. She posted it in 2007 online, and, like, her name is Jane H. Like, that could be totally made up. You know, Jane Doe, like, whatever. So ah, that's fun. So this fun. the apartment, the fire department is was never able to determine the cause. Um, flash forward a couple days after that, the old lady next door again shows up and is like, "Hey, I just need to tell you, like, that's crazy that this fire happened, <laughs> but let me tell you about some history of this place." So I looked this up, and <laughs> this is true. In the future. The, <laughs> hey, it's crazy. It's me with like, like a fucking like Lori Strode wig from like the 2018 yeah. Halloween. Just like ah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm there in the background, like doing some fucking sage, and like my titties are out for no reason. They're like, is that that married couple that got married because of her dream? And now he's talking about history. Well, yeah, she's what like, hey, fuck? so like some weird stuff has always happened to this building for as long as I've lived here. Um, then Jane in this post recounts that the lady tells her in the 1940s, a fire killed a little boy of the family that had just moved in. There was a fire in the building and the boy died. Then in the 1960s, a couple was murdered literally in their bed because they had some dealings with the Italian mafia that killed them. With Johnny Torino? Yeah. Johnny Johnny Torino. Johnny Torino literally did that. And there was a bag of chocolates next to the bed. And there was a bag of fucking chocolates <laughs> and a girl in the box under the bed. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Shut up, Jenna. I'm triggered. <laughs> and a dog. Triggered. <laughs> then Jane just go in her post goes through these like accounts of like these, these crazy like shit happening. So amidst the cold spots, the feeling, the feelings of being watched. Um, she said like more contention starts happening between her, her dad and her mom. I mean, just troubles in the family and and, in their marriage. Um, She said that one day one of her friends was over sleeping over with her. Um, Her friend got up in the middle of the night and she went into the bathroom in the middle of the night. She goes pee. She keeps the life off, the light off. And as she goes, she gets up to, I know, like, fuck that girl. She's so brave. She's so brave. (laughs) 
She she is a when I get up in the middle of the night, I, I, I flip the lights on. Like fuck that shit. I will turn on my cell phone flashlight because I am a masochist. Yeah, <laughs> see this because bitch. I'm like I want I want to. You make do my life. you put your cell phone flashlight on? Yeah, I have. I, I understand that I'm the problem. I know. What? Are you yeah, asking no, for like a demon to be in the corner? You know, Corey, it's about what I wear. I'm asking for it at the end of the day. <laughs> I wear those PJs. Have that You're flashlight like wearing on. like a leather pentagram. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I'm like, it's just like perfectly engulfed in flames every time I wake up. I'm asking for it. It's fine. <laughs> There's like an upside yeah, no, down I cross going only, up your pussy. <laughs> I only use my ups- my flashlight because the light above my head bothers my eyes because <laughs> I'm oh old. God. So I'm like, I need my flashlight. So I turn on my flashlight. Or my the, Apple Watch flashlight because I'm a fucking bougie-ass person. The fucking insidious demons like, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, they are currently hard. They're like, like turn on your flashlight. Oh yeah! At three, turn your flashlight and look in the mirror. I, it, key, bitch. Yo, like no, like no exaggeration. I like, okay, literally, y'all sober moment. Literally, no exaggeration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More than eighty percent of the time, every night that I wake up to go pee, I wake up at three at, at sometime Ew. in the three o'clock hour to go to to go pee. Like no I joke. I just want to. I just want to apologize. That's probably my fault since I probably threw noob onto you. That's so fine. Sorry, that's fine. <laughs> I do not accept him and I hope that he fucks off. <laughs> He's but, like, yeah, you but I, But mm. literally no exaggeration. 80% of the Ew. time I go pee, it's it's around 3 o'clock. It, it, it is at 3 something or 3.30 something or something like that. Yeah, like fuck that shit. 3.27? Yeah. All I have to say, Corey, is you're fucked. Good luck. It's fine. Bye. It's fine. <laughs> I watched too fine. many horror movies. It was my fault. <laughs> Yeah, you're it's asking fine. for it, Corey. You're fucking gay. What do you expect, homo? <laughs> so, so sir, shortly after this happens, so that yeah, <laughs> so sorry, sorry. Back to this bitch that like gets up at this like literal like tween that gets up in the middle of the night and doesn't put lights on because she's like fucking brave as fuck. She goes to the restroom and after she goes Bloody to the restroom, Mary, she goes Bloody and washes her hands Mary. and she looks. She's like literally washing her hands and looks into the mirror at night Ew. with the lights off. Ew. Like, fuck her. She said that she saw a little boy in burnt rags staring back at her in the bathroom mirror. Oh, 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 chills. (laughs) So she immediately ran out of the bathroom screaming, runs to Jane, tells her what happens. Jane tries to calm her down. And then the next day, Jane leaves or the friend leaves and the friend for the rest of the time that Jane and her family live there. Her friend never like refuses to go back into her house good girl same <laughs> same fuck that's creepy yeah um another account that jane has is of another friend who also slept over in the middle of the night and in the middle of the night she woke like both of her and jane are sleeping in in her bed um the girl wakes up this friend wakes up sees an old woman oh hell no <sighs> god this is actually kind of, an old woman gliding down the hallway glides through the room glides through the door into her room does a circle in the room and then glides out what what the fuck what the fuck shit is that i hate it i hate every part that's disgusting that's disgusting that's a hate crime that's a hate i feel violated from this entire conversation ew Um, yeah what the fuck yeah 
<gasps> um, again, we're just on like a listicle of in the post, Jane is just listening to these things that happen. Then Jane one day after up. school, Jane and her brother were playing in her parents' room. Um, Hi, Jane. And her parents were at work. Um, as they're playing, um, as her and her brother are playing in her room, they said they heard a child crying and laughing. Oh. So they go out of the, they go, they walk out of their parents' room. They go downstairs into like the main room, the main floor. The main floor is like their kitchen and living room. And they're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? And they realize that the, the crying and laughter is coming downstairs in the basement. No, that her father already won't go into exactly that they're already like everyone has been uneasy the entire time like the entire few months that they lived there um no, sir i will not go down exactly there. so they go down there and they try and open no. up the basement door and when they try and open the basement door the basement door won't budge open like they oh. literally they literally can't get it open it's not locked from the inside that doesn't happen it can't be locked they literally said they try to like pull the door open but it won't budge they literally try to yeah right they literally try to pull it open for she says an hour and then finally after an hour of them checking it it opens i don't i don't i don't i feel like they're not trying to open it for an entire straight hour but she said that it took an hour before it finally opened all I know is if I try to open up a door and it did not open like twice, yeah. I'd be like, I'm be done. Like, okay. I'm not going to try again. I'm just going to assume yeah. that I can't get into it. I'm like, okay, demons, fine. Yeah. You win. You, you win, win this round. <laughs> Clap out of the closet I'm door. Done. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking like, done. I'm done. Yeah. Look, okay. I knew I was fucked by the t- when I moved, when I decided to move into this apartment or condo or house or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm you're out. just like, I'm fucking done. Like this will never happen. It's okay. Yeah, okay, I have so, a basement. I obviously lost. <laughs> okay, so I've mentioned the basement before. Said that the basement was like where most of the, like the worst place where everybody felt that they were being watched and that somebody because was like in the, the room basement. with them. Yeah, fuck every basement that ever fuck existed ever. ever. Fuck every basement. And attic. Fuck yeah, fuck attic. Fuck yeah. your attic. Shit. Fuck okay, Chenna. Okay, bitch. well, wait. Real question: Would you what? rather have to go retrieve something from a basement or from an attic? I, I have my answer. 100% the attic. Same. 100% same. Same, 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 same. Okay. Mine is because I could run way faster going downstairs and upstairs. Okay. Two, good, I good could point. jump out an attic window and actually land Fuck outside. Yes. Where the basement, I have to crawl out. Where the Ooh. attic, I just jump out. Ooh. And that's like the huge difference. Ooh, and good logistical three, reasons. Thank you. Thank you. And three, um, way more scarier shit happens in the basement than the attic. Right? So I would much rather have the attic. Fuck 100%. yes. 100%. Like a thousand, like even though Bagul from fucking, in, uh, what's Ew. it called? No, Sinister. Ugh. Even though Bagul's How- in the attic, like I would <laughs> so much rather go into the attic than the basement. Like fuck that shit. Oh yeah. Fuck that shit. Okay. And at least like the, the attic's above ground where the basement underground, there's just already something sinister with being underground. There just already is. No, it, yeah. It just seems so, fucked. so like inherently wrong as like a human yeah. being to be underground, and then you add demons, and then you have to crawl instead of jump, and then you, it, it just, it, and it's, yeah, Mm-mm. no, no, fuck basements. No, ma'am. Yay, attics. No, no. ma'am. I, no, I will just ma'am. Fuck an attic, not in a basement. Period. So yeah, so yeah, this family like like the attic like the basement was the like hot spot of all their problems. Even like As literally even to the goddamn father, who in every horror movie is like, wait, what's going on? Y'all are all overreacting. Like as like what are you women? Ghosts are like fucking everybody in the ass. 
Yeah. Oh my god. So oh my like god, even the father movie. would not go down there. So, long story short, after like six or eight months of all this activity going on, basic like spooky shit, and then the the things that I just recounted going on, Jane's mother is downstairs doing laundry in the basement. She's down there doing her shit, chilling out. She's spooked out already because everybody, the entire family hates this place. Suddenly, (laughs) the lights turn off. Seconds later, as already Jane's mother is like, fuck this shit. She recounts that a cold, scaly hand grabs her shoulder, to which she immediately screams and then bolts out of the basement. (laughs) Like, just go crazy. She says, hell no. Like from that, she says, as at Jane recounts that from that moment and from that day that that happened, weird smells, specific sounds, and demons. Just like even a more intense of like a just on top of what she has said of like feeling that somebody's watching you, they felt like somebody didn't want them down there from that day. Oh fuck no! Yeah, like like literally like get the fuck out of like don't be here. Get out of the basement. I don't want you here. She said that that, that didn't last long because, um, within a year of them moving into that place, they moved out because specific. Oh, I, sorry, I hit my lamp. Oh, I was <laughs> I'm like, like, what? I'm the gay fuck flailing. Was that? I'm flailing my hands yeah. right now like a gay bitch. <laughs> so I'm just like, I Fucking hit my days. hit my lamp. I'm sorry, so sorry. So she says that like. Ever since that moment, they felt that somebody specifically didn't even want them in the basement, didn't want them down there. And so they were just like, we can't live here. We need to get out. Like, we need to not be here. So the family moves out moves out within a year. So, like, within six months of that event happening. Um, she then recounts that uh, so some people moved in after they moved in only lasted a couple months and then moved out. And then the next people after that who moved in renovated the basement and found the body of a little boy in the what? wall. What? <laughs> what? This this has escalated so yes. quickly. Yes. The- <laughs> what the fuck? Like my headphones drop. Yes. What the fuck? Uh, quote and found the body of a little boy in the wall, period. They left suddenly period. one night, not too long after, and never returned. Um, I would stay forever if I found that, number one. Number two, what's the... I need way more details on this little boy skeleton. <laughs> Immediately. So, so I tried to find shit. So, so yeah. So, that that's, like, literally where all the spooky shit for this, this report ends. The only reason why I bring, like, I I wanted to do this story is because one, it showed up on a listicle of like, I've 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 used like four of the ten already for our episodes, and this was like yeah the fifth of the of one of the ten ten, you know, haunted houses on the listicle, and then I like looked uh, and that's when I looked up or I searched the this house, and this um. Reddit story showed up about people being like, what the fuck? This happened. This showed up. And in the Reddit, the Reddit page was posted like three months ago from like now from like in 2021. And people be like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is this? And everyone is like literally talking about this online. So even though this sounds like super fake and super made up, it's just really crazy that this has survived super long. 
And I looked up the place. The place really exists. It's currently listed as trying to be bought. Um, and Ooh. I actually looked up. This place was built in 1901. So you know oh, it's fucking haunted. Haunted. Okay. You need to send me the listing. Can you please send me the listing? Please. Mm-hmm. You know no, I can send you the listing right now. Somebody even in the when some even in the original um posting on your ghost stories 2007 somebody even commented in like 2013 and they were like hey they renovated the place i just looked this place up and they renovated it to make it look really nice and different from it from what it used to be and that was in like 2013 yeah and the the fucking little boy bones appeared shit yeah so i was like oh fuck like this kind of like weirdly checks out but also sounds still like super 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 fake um but yeah this person even accounts that like after this all happened multi like two or three different families have moved in and moved out um she noted that a woman had went to her a woman went to her mother's doctor's office because her mother was a nurse like a few years later and had on her insurance card it was listed that she lived at the place that they used to live at and the Ooh, mother asked, like, hey, like, long story short, the mother was like, hey, like, did you feel anything weird that happened there? And the woman explained exactly the same <clears throat> things that they had gone through and was like, Fuck, hey, like, crazy. we had cold spots. It was weirdly dark. I felt like I was being watched the entire time. I hated being in the basement. I never wanted to be there. Blah, 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 blah. So it just kind of like, you know, like it when you read the post, you're like, this is fucking made up. But then you like read the the comments to the posts and the fact that this has lasted since 2007 and that there was literally a Reddit post six months ago, three months ago from the time that I'm saying this right now in October 2021. And you're like, hmm, maybe not. (laughs) That's kind of fun. Yeah. So that is the haunting at 455A Sackett Street. So, yeah, it's kind of fucking crazy. Lord, that's crazy. Yeah, ma'am. I believe so, it. Anyways, I believe Shanna. it. Yeah, right. So anyways, Shanna, how's your sex life? Um it's good. <laughs> COVID. COVID's it's it's been a, it's been a wild one. Having COVID for the past week and a half has been really bizarro. I am so grateful I'm vaccinated because yeah. if I was not, I don't even I can't even really comprehend how sick I would be. So y'all, if you're not vaccinated at this point and if you have the ability to go get vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Please go do so because it has it has been so brutal being vaccinated and having covid i really don't know what it would be like if i was not vaccinated yeah so if please, you done those please. antibodies ready yeah and and i am a 26 year old very healthy and active person like i before covid i would work out for 3 to 4 hours a day doing pull and aerial i eat super yeah. healthy eat super clean and i am i have been sick for over a week and i like getting up to walk to even drink water exhausts me for like two hours y'all please go get vaccinated please 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 because it's fucking scary so that is my sex life go get vaccinated y'all COVID sucks the end yeah my sex life is like super dom top right now loving the energy it's feeling great I love just like getting on grinder and being like yeah I'm just gonna like have sex and eat what I want (laughs) jelly 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 (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, also, like again, like 
I'm going to edit some of what I said about like the queer horror stuff. But y'all just go what there's like a ton of queer horror out right now. There's a ton of great horror right now. Slashers are in full full spit like spin right now. Correct. That's where we are is like slashers, which the past like decade we've been in like elevated, quote unquote elevated like a re- like a revision like a golden age of horror a new golden age of horror since the 80s and like slashers are now just coming back in full swing since the beginning of the summer um so go watch some shit go watch titan 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 whatever you want to say that's like the most beautiful thing in the past year have it caught a catch freaky which is written and directed by a gay dude um malignant bonds in it yeah, Vince Vaughn's in it. It's great. It's literally Freaky Friday with a horror movie. But Vince Vaughn switches, who's like serial killer, switches body with a high school girl. Like it's it's Ooh, fucking hilarious. Girl, that's in Big Little Lies. If you guys yeah. have seen Big Little Lies, she's and, and, real good. And it's literally like as you watch it, you will like the humor you can tell is written by a gay dude and it's directed by a separate gay dude. It, it's so great. It's so refreshing to just like have humor that's written by a queer person and has like queer humor it's so great watch malignant watch midnight mass watch the candy man uh oh the new candy man it's not as good as the original because the original is almost literally perfect uh but the new candy man is still great it's still great it's a fun time yeah so just like horror is in its fucking heyday right now and just like fucking go out and watch horror movies because it's fucking halloween bitch well sorry Go, buka- go bukaki yourself with horror right now. Yeah, bukaki yourself with horror just because it's fucking Halloween and there's a lot of great shit. Okay, so mm. that's it. So our question for you guys is... Anyways. How's your... Hey, Simone. Oh. <laughs> Sex. Life. Oh. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. And stay.